Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and this is Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I'm doing a special sort of broadcast, if you will, today. Um, it's Sunday, and yesterday was the Pittsburgh shooting massacre and I just couldn't let time go on without addressing it in some way. I wrote an article that I published on Kveller.com, K-V-E-L-L-E-R, Kveller.com, called Ada Bat Mitzvah, the Night of the Pittsburgh Shooting, Celebration Mixed with Sorrow. So I know I'm not one of the authors that I usually interview, but I do a lot of freelance writing um, and I've tried some books. So I wanted to read my essay in the hopes that it will help any of you out there listening tonight um, and that it might help just put this into context or make you feel a little better, that's all. Last night I went to a bat mitzvah just a few hours after a dozen fellow Jews in Pittsburgh were brutally murdered during a bris. A bris. I remember the brises of my two sons like they were yesterday. The pride I felt, the fear of hurting my newborn during this religious and medical ritual, the warmth of my family gathered around us like a cocoon, the comforting sounds of Hebrew prayers. With every Jewish tradition, I always feel the reverberations of history, the echoes of all the boys' cries that have come before my own son's brisses. The idea that one hateful man could enter another's, another family's sacred moment, in a synagogue no less, a place so sacred I won't even enter without wearing a skirt, and slaughter the participants in cold blood is impossible for me to comprehend, and yet it happened. As my husband and I sat in our study watching the news footage of the worst attack on Jews in American history yesterday, away from the prying eyes of my four innocent children, we talked about the horror of it all. Maybe no bat mitzvah tonight, my husband said. Is it even safe to go? We have to go, I said. Not only did I want to be there to support my dear friend's firstborn daughter and a family that has gone through its own set of challenges, but I needed to be there. There were no other threats. The devil was caught. How could we not? In the cab ride to the bat mitzvah that evening with my two older kids, 11-year-old twins, I decided I had to tell them what happened. I wanted to shield them from the news as long as possible, 
but I thought it would probably come up in the Havdalah service that evening. I wanted to shield them forever, from everything. While rain pelted on the roof of the cab, the dark sky enveloping us, my son responded by taking a deep breath. He shook his head and asked, Is anything like that going to happen here in New York? I responded honestly, I hope not, love. During the ceremony, at a beautifully decorated event space, seated on lucite chairs, watching my friend's radiant, brilliant daughter delight in her big moment, her confidence, poise, and happiness emanating from the bima, I found myself crying throughout, not just for my own personal reasons related to this particular family. I also cried for what had just happened that day. I got goosebumps on my arms imagining so many other bar bat mitzvahs going on that night, the boys and girls around the world reciting the age-old Torah portions, the Hebrew letters floating above us like a cartoon with loss coursing throughout. As I stood to recite the mourner's Kaddish, I tried to stop the tears long enough to chant, Yitgadal v'yitkadash shemei rabah. My daughter looked up and took my hand in hers, even stroking my arm a bit. She had, uncharacteristically, placed her preteen head on my shoulder for most of the service, sensing my distress. What a time to be able to mourn with others in the community. I prayed silently for so much, for the families of those who had lost their lives, for the Pittsburgh community, for my Jewish community around the world, for our country. I sang all the prayers and recited the familiar blessings, the lullabies of my culture. At the end, I wiped away my tears, a tissue procured from a fellow mom behind me, hugged my kids and husband close, and headed for the celebration. Before dinner began, the DJ asked all the kids to come onto the dance floor. I started dancing with them all in a circle. My husband yelled over the music, You know, we're the only grown-ups out here, right? I think this is just for kids. I didn't care. I danced next to my daughter in the crowd. I had to. Once the horror began, I was in the inner circle, hand-in-hand hand with friends and family, surrounded by circles of strangers, raising our arms as we toasted the bat mitzvah girl. Hava Nagila Hava. I took part in all of it, smiling, laughing, and celebrating the beautiful, strong, brave bat mitzvah girl as she cemented herself firmly in the Jewish tradition. The timing of this event will shape her as so much else has in her young life. I was privileged to be a part of it, to show my kids that nothing will get in the way of celebrating our Jewish traditions. Our community is stronger than that and always has been. Haters gonna hate, but we're not going to be deterred. Not our country either. One man's horrific decision will not tear us apart. I am so grateful that last night I also had the ability to toast all that is right in the world. Love, compassion, family, friends, the indomitable human spirit, rituals, tradition, community, and, yet again, to never forget.